passion, drive, and patience. The formula of winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything for you to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has it covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP it needs to be and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Again, ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, give me a give me a level check on you. Hey, how's it going? Oh, hot. I heard a, I heard a door slam. Somebody's here. I'm scared. I think Blitz walked in. I think. I actually like when I pull up and I know that I'm the only one here. You do? Yeah. Although it's uh, it's scary. It's is scary. Yeah, I don't know where the light switches are here. Even though I've been here for a year, so I really, really, pretty much have to roam the halls through the dark. And I don't have any glasses, Spongeo. I think we should start the show. Oh. <laughs> I think that could maybe be the. I think that could be like the appetizer. That could have been the lubrication into the theme song. That little bit right there. Yeah, if you would ever listen to the podcast, you would know that I already do stuff like that. Give it a listen, Spongeo. It's not bad. <laughs> be a daily downloader. <laughs> I am a daily downloader. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> um, it's my special little move that I do. I put a little talk I'll before take the song. I'll take Willie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm known for it around the industry. It is. Uh, <laughs> it is. It is. It is the Clem Cush franchise. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. It is officially 2021. Is it possible to leave all our bullshit behind? I thought I was on the bridge this morning and I never, I was just, I've been negative, a motherfucker this whole time, be like, oh yeah, what's going to change? Because everybody's like, oh yeah, leaving our, leaving everything in 2020. And then I woke up today and I was like, can I leave all of my shit behind? Like my my shit, my shit that I could control. Can I leave it all behind in 2020? I think we got gang banged so hard with negative shit in 2020 that it has stretched us out for 2021. Can you tell me like what? Outside I mean, we need of the, to go to like the vaginal rejuve well, for 2020. Well, we know we can get a deal on that from Doctor Dan, but out, but the Corona, I can't remember anything from the from the year past. Um, Corona, you know, the election. What other shit did we have to deal with? Was that just? Was that it? I don't think that there's. I don't even know that life what mattered before the Corona deal, like January, February of last year was because it didn't. The Corona started kind of sneaking in early March. Yeah, about February, March. Because I remember we had the uh, when was the Bubba Army royalty party last year? Was that in March? March seventh. Yeah, and that was absolutely the week the, after the, that. The week like the last week of. Any, Normalcy. Yeah, and it was and we still had like probably thirty, thirty percent of people didn't make the party because they were already scared the early scarers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but we didn't even ha- we didn't have masks or anything. I remember when I saw your sister because I met her for the first time, we were kind of making jokes about, you know, hey, uh, you, you having any flu like symptoms? And uh, you know, now I, I thought that I'm gonna wear uh, two masks for the party this year. <laughs> Are you really? Mask I don't and gloves. Know. I'm going to be outside. I mean, I I, I trust everybody. I, I know the Barbara Army, uh, you know, the majority of them feel like this is a pussy made up virus. But I think when it gets down to it. Uh, Should we call it the super spreader? I mean, because that's what everybody. Oh, no, no. We'll get shut down. We will. <laughs> 
Oh, don't yeah, don't don't put the super spreader title a super spreader title on it. Let other people put that. But yeah, I was watching. Um, I was watching KCAL, the CBS affiliate, um, last night. What is that? And where? In in LA. In LA. Okay. So I watched the. Uh, oh my god, I got so many things to talk. Wait, about. Wait, were you watching like the ball drop on the West Coast? Were you up till no. three a.m.? What's wrong with you? No. You, you hit. <laughs> by the way, you hit me with three different questions there. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I've been off the air for a week, Spongeo. It's like I'm on cocaine here. Um. Which I think people might be doing rails of cocaine in our kitchen. They- uh, although it is sugar, I did test it. <laughs> I looked like a like a detective cop. You know, how you'd see the movies where they'd open up the bag of cocaine, the guy would, uh, you know, like t- lick, lick it a little bit. Oh yeah, that's cocaine. Yeah. Now, wouldn't that make? Wouldn't now if that cop got tested for a drug test, wouldn't there be a smidge of cocaine in the system? Well, I think that's for the TV shows, bub. I don't think that's the. I don't think that's how they they teach in cop school is to taste it. Um, they probably have other ways that they let you know that it's really cocaine. Yeah, I think they put it in a little bottle and it's, it's supposed to turn to blue per- or yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm I'm walking through the cafeteria to get to the studio today. And there's this. <laughs> like I call it a cafeteria. It's a fucking. It's a, I don't even. I'm trying to really make this a little more show. It's all right. Play buddy. it up, baby. Play it up. <laughs> I walk through the kitchen, okay, which is a consists of a refrigerator, a fairly long uh, countertop sink. It's smaller than what you would find in a, a studio apartment in Brooklyn. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. No, that kitchen is. Well, I mean, we don't I have, have a family. Stove. I have a family in a studio in Brooklyn. Trust me. So anyway, I walk through the very palatious BRN kitchen, and the uh, and the catering crew happens to not be in today. And, I, and I'm hoping that perhaps the people that work in the kitchen here at the BRN uh, just had a little bit of an uh, of an oversight where they spilled a bunch of sugar all over the countertop and some on the floor. And I was just like, what the fuck? Why is everybody and it's so fucking messy around here? Well, who's even like, I feel like they would have to be using that sugar to put in coffee, right? And then yeah. who, who's really drinking coffee around here? Is I, the I question. don't know. I don't know. And then who, who, like to me, coffee drinkers are somewhat responsible. If someone's drinking coffee, they're not going to leave sugar all over the place. Are you sure that's not cocaine? No, it's not cocaine. It looks like... Although Anna has been here the last couple nights uh, doing shows and things like that when we did the... We did a 7 to 9 show on Twitch, and then we did a, a couple fireside... Did you get a chance to watch any of the fire chat, Willies? I did. I scrolled through it yesterday. Yeah. So there's a lot <laughs> of things going on, and I forget what the initial... I, I got I got squirreled on the, on, the, on the mess in the kitchen. There was something I was going to talk about. You brought up earlier. You mentioned you hit. Oh, me with New Year's three. Eve. You oh, said yeah. you were watching L.A. L.A. So, last night. Yeah. So I'm watching. Um, I. By the way, the the fucking coverage for for like the Dick Clark's New Year's Rock and Eve hosted by Ryan Seacrest. Dick Clark's not even a lot. Oh, right. I know, but they the franchise. The franchise, of course. And then what? AB, then what? NBC at all? Like just fucking pathetic. Just how it's were they just getting drunk stupid. on Zoom last night? Or were they actually and, out and about? And. And I got to think that iPhones, like, have the right time. iPhones have, like, I think the standard, you know, I don't think I, you can't set your iPhone, you know, like you can your home alarm and run it 10 minutes fast or 15, you know, like, I think iPhone, like, if I look at my iPhone right now and you look at your iPhone, it says 934. Damn right. That's the official fucking time. Yeah. Right? Because we're a little, we're a little iPhone sheep. I bet right. the Android they're probably at nine thirty six. Well, I don't I don't think so. I think that maybe the Android and the iPhone might have one thing in common, and that is the time. But and what I think, time? And I think they go get this time somewhere <laughs> in like the United States ran time capsule. You're thinking a lot about time. So yeah, yeah, time re- doesn't even the exist, reason, Bubba. The, the reason why is this Dildo? because fucking Ryan Seacrest. Th- 
uh, I think it was ABC, the uh, Dick Clark's New Year Rock and Eve deal. They go to break <laughs> at 9.58. They go to full-blown fucking commercials saying, when we come back, the ball will drop. They come back. It's They, they were two minutes behind the fucking ball drop. Okay. Wait. Like, how can you have a fucking network... That's built. That's built. Uh, you know, upon your show. In the context of your show, is built upon midnight, starting the new year, and you're two fucking minutes behind. Wait, I'm confused, fuckboy. You were you were watching the LA version, so were they covering the East Coast? No, I earlier that night, <laughs> earlier last night, I was watching uh, New Year's Rock and Eve from you know the from. April. Did you have like your popcorn out? Was this a big deal I, for you? After <laughs> after the ball hit midnight in the East Coast, I then flipped over to watch the CBS News in uh, in LA oh. to see what's happening in LA because I like to see what's happening in LA. I, I understand. I can I just say in my neighborhood last night, um, absolute fucking. It, it sounded like I was in the middle of a war last Me night. Me too. Me too. At Terrace House, unbelievable. On fucking real, Bubba. I, I tell you, I was startled. I startled easily, as everybody knows. But I just got fucking high last night and pretended like I was in the middle of a war. And I got to tell you, scary shit. Yeah, it was nonstop. It was like a, we <laughs> what were happened? Little, it was like little. I think I think I think last. I think for New Year's Eve, because I thought of last Eddie, night might have been the most explosive one I've ever heard. Yes, thank you. I agree. Same in my neighbor. I mean, scary explosive. Not just like a couple little here and there. Like it sounds like the pros, you know, brought shit into their neighborhood last night. So, um, I was going. So I watched the new the Dick Clark's New Year Rock and Eve deal, and it's hosted by Ryan Seacrest, and he's got Alex Rodriguez and J Lo there. Oh no, with their children. Which, by the way, they have gorgeous children. And well, that's not their children together, Bubba. I know, but okay. wh- whoever their children's dads and moms are, I think are, like Mark Anthony, and you know, uh, who knows who A Rod has. I will kids tell with. you this: fucking J Lo looked absolutely amazing. Like well, she, no shit, Bubba. But, I everybody, mean, she everybody, is just so fucking hot. At, and she's fifty, right? God, fifty one. No, well, just don't say that she's hot around Doctor Dan. Oh he, yeah, he fuck said him. She, he Dan said, doesn't know shit. Dan said she's a pig. Oh yeah, well, Dan's. You know, remember after the Super Dan Bowl, Dan needs to b- back his doucheness down a little bit. I was crazy. How was, do you call J Lo a pig? I don't. He did. I mean, we could pull the tape. There's <laughs> probably thirty year old women that say, "Oh, my, attractive women that say, my God, J Lo is beautiful." No, everybody loves J Lo. Everybody loves. Uh, yeah. So anyway, the ABC Dick Clark New Year's Rock and Eve. They're two minutes late, by the way, to drop the fucking ball. And then they got this guy on the st- now. Times Square was pretty much locked down, and they had it. Did you see any of it? No, fuck no. <laughs> I don't watch any of that stuff. I I always found it to be depressing when I was young because in my twenties I always felt like I should be out and I wasn't. And I and I found watching people being out, I found that to be depressing. So now I just um last night I just put on Curb Your Enthusiasm. So when the clock struck midnight. I had Curb Your Enthusiasm going. I just like to put on what makes me feel good at midnight and watching a bunch of douchebags party wherever they well, were on Zoom last night or in L.A. or in New York doesn't make me feel good. Here is my evening last night. I tried to be asleep by midnight because I don't give a fuck about this bullshit. Yeah, but clearly you do because you... Oh, you wanted to be asleep before? Yeah. Okay. But I didn't. I got hooked on the Joker. I was watching the Joker from like last year, two years ago. Yeah, how is it? I haven't seen that. It's all right. I was watching Wolf of Wall Street last night. Oh, I love that movie. I know. <laughs> I fucking love it. I ain't going nowhere. I'm not fucking leaving. <laughs> They're going to have to get the fucking National Guard to get me the fuck out of here. 
I love that. That was you in 06, I think. I know. I want to do a documentary called The Wolf of Radio and show all the fucking fuckery. But anyway, so listen, I'm trying to be, but I watched The Joker. It gets done about 10 minutes before midnight. So then I flip over to ABC, Dick Clark's New York Rock. Are New you York. working for them? God, you've, you've name-checked them no. so many times. Fuck so them. I, fuck so them. then I'm like, you know, I want, like, I want to see what all the networks are doing for the, for the drop. So ABC had Ryan Seacrest doing the Dick Clark's New York Rock. Jesus Christ. Fox had some bullshit. ABC, uh, NBC had some bullshit. What about Michael Strahan? I'm sure he was probably no, out. No, I don't think he was out. What about, um, did you watch Anderson Cooper or Don no, Lemon? Don't no. they normally get uh, drunk and now they they don't like Kathy Griffin anymore? No, no. What so, about Fox and Friends? So, um, the, ABC, Dick Clark's New York Rock and Oh, Eve no, shut two. Don't say it again. <laughs> don't say it again. <laughs> Bubba, don't say it again. <laughs> Don't say it again. Don't say it again. Okay. Don't say it again. DC's rocking Eve. Don't say it again. Who's dead? Uh, he, did you throw something at yeah, me? I've, by the way, been, you, you nailed me right in my arm. That was a great throw. I had my eyes closed. Well, I threw three other ones. the podcast. I threw three other ones. I clearly missed. Oh. But I just, yeah, don't <laughs> say it again. Okay. Again, never again. Okay. So listen. I'm watching this shit. How fucked up are you? Why I'm are you fucked up why at this point? Go to sleep. I'm trying to, but my pills ain't kicked in. Jesus. I'm hot. You got a crick next to your <laughs> no, what? I mean, don't worry about what I got next to me. Okay? Yeah, the crick wanted to watch uh, Andy so, Cohen break in the new year. So, so <laughs> I flip over. I'm like, okay, fuck all this. It's like uh, 12, 15. I'm going to flip over, and I get into uh, the CBS affiliate in LA, KCAL. <laughs> Watching their news, and they got these hot, you know, L.A. has got, like, fucking hot news anchors. So I'm watching these hot news anchors, and they show this bar owner, and they call him a super spreader violator. <laughs> and, he, and, like, you don't understand. We're talking about— Wait, was this, like, a gotcha segment on New Year's Eve well, where they go into bars? Well, right? listen, we were talking about, you know, the upcoming Bubba Army royalty party. Yeah. And how I was going to call it a super spreader. And you're like, no, fuck, don't do that. We'll get shut down. So, and we're not even—listen, we got Ron DeSantos here in Florida. By by most state standards, we're letting it eat here in Florida. Oh, right? DeSantis I mean, wants people sitting on each other's laps in the yeah. Super Bowl. He does not. Yeah, there won't be any pods. At, you know, at our Super Bowl in Tampa, Florida, motherfuckers. Yeah, there's not going to be a pod. You get out of here. We're gonna we're, we're gonna go maskless on to, on top of each other. It's a sixty thousand seat stadium. We're getting one hundred twenty in that night. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. We're, so anyway, <laughs> um. They're like, uh, they're really, 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 really uptight in California about this shit. And so they're like, they were, they were teasing the next segment. And they're like, next on KCAL, a super spreader goes to jail. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I got to see this. I hope my pills don't kick in. I hope I can make it through this three-minute commercial set. So then they show, they're like, uh, we're going to report, throw it out live to Jimmy Nobody. Jimmy Nobody, what are you doing? This is Jimmy Nobody on the south side of uh, L.A., and yes, you can see here, and it has this little bar, and it would literally be like just, it would be like a little tavern here, maybe a capacity of like 80, okay? And it's just a little bar, and they're like, uh, behind me is the bar where the owner was taken out in cuffs earlier today. And so it shows this guy, and he's just like an older dude, maybe Hispanic but kind of well-dressed. He owns this bar. Yeah. I got to think owning a little bar in L.A. is, I mean, just the real estate in itself is probably worth it. It looked like it had been around a while, like your neighborhood bar. Do they arrest you in a mask? Do they make you put on a mask <laughs> so, when, they're, when they're putting you in the back of a cop car? So listen to this. This guy's in cuffs. 
they're like, look at this man. He's officially one of the very <laughs> one of the very first to be put in cuffs for being a super spreader. And he's, you know, not real happy about it. And he's got his mask on. Well, his manager, who was this kind of bigger dude, they threw him in jail, too, because they he was trying to, do, to protect the owner when they were trying to put him in jail. But they're putting people because he had 37 people. 10 of which didn't have masks in his establishment. Mm. The cops came in and threw him in fucking jail and call him a, what you're witnessing loud is a, one of the very first super spreaders, a, a, a man that's been charged with super spreading in cuffs. Next, KCAL 9. Bubba, I have a feeling that if, if coronavirus was a thing uh, 20 years ago, that you, you know, 15 years ago, that you would be having corona super spreader events, that you would be really trying to needle, you know, everybody around about coronavirus, and you probably would have been fired for it. So I think we should just be happy that corona happened Well, they wouldn't now. fire me for nothing 20 years ago. They used to, Remember, that I, I could be on trial. Oh, but a super, me. I mean, Bubba, a super spreader, I mean, right now you get labeled a super spreader that's like getting labeled a racist that's like getting labeled yeah. a, a you're kick right. toucher you're right i mean you once you're a super spreader there's no way to shake it it's on you forever i wonder if girls could be like like you know hey i'm a super spreader like uh, a like a promiscuous girl yeah they yeah. can't they can be bubba i'm sure he fu- he's sick fuck speaking of when you so were, you had a great new year's eve last night yeah in, in the middle I, I laid in bed watched the joker with a fucking dick clark new year's rocking eve side zone Mother, what? and a cake hell kicker did you find the fireworks to be a bit much last night i did thank you you know tara lives in you know kind of a middle upper tara lives like in a middle upper class neighborhood yeah but it's loots it's yeah, the wild wild and, west out oh there oh my god pookie laid beside me and was just shivering because fireworks kind of make her nervous yeah same with my dogs and she's just like though and usually you'd be like you know it's gonna go away it literally sounded like Baghdad last night it didn't stop until yeah 12 30 around my and neighborhood. it started about 10 30 Motherfuckers, oh, just no, it's, going crazy. I I thought about yelling out out my window at some point, but I was like, "What am I gonna? What am I gonna do?" And you don't want to be that guy. I don't. That's an old man move. But good God, Bubba, what? Do you, I mean, I was scared. And what about all the guys that went and actually fought in the war and have to deal with PTSD hearing that? Oh, that's so you what think I was there thinking. Might be like, there might be soldiers and stuff. They're there like, are. It's the, a it's a thing that they put signs up. You know, on the Fourth of July and all that. I got PTSD. Yeah, me too. In life, exactly. I mean, as soon as my alarm goes off, I start fucking having anxiety. I gotta have another day in life. It's just imagine about the people that have real PTSD. We were talking about earlier. You were talking about when you were in your twenties. You used to get after it on New Year's Eve and various things like that. Man, the New Year's Eve. No, I didn't say that, Bubba. You you just said that to set yourself up to talk about you oh. at New Year's Eve. I said I didn't go God, out. You know all my tricks. <laughs> I, I, I you know all my <laughs> fucking tricks. Well, I, I, I can't I can't even fucking get a little mixed minus in without you. I gotta that. now. I gotta hear about your Cheeto fingers or something like. Uh, one yeah. of one of the best New Year's Eves I ever had was uh, 1989 going into 1990. Oh, God. And Westwood One had a, 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 it was a live, you know, radio Westwood One syndicated thing. And they went and they rang in the new year on four different time zones. The East, the, the I was in Chicago working at B96. Go ahead. Tell me all the time zones. I want to hear this. Whether it's the East, the Central, the Mountain, and the Pacific. You are one smart. This is why I work with you, Bubba. Thank you, buddy. You're Savant. I play dumb, but I'm really fucking <laughs> I know. smart. I was like, when you first said four times, I was I'm like, this idiot, there's only three. <laughs> so they they call B96 up and they want to get a hold of me because they want me to host the ring-in for the Central Time Zone live from Chicago. <laughs> what an honor. 
I mean, it, it paid $1,800. No shit. Yeah. God, how do you get that these days? So I'm at a nightclub. <laughs> I'm at a nightclub in Chicago. I don't know where. Eric's North or something like that. And it's fucking packed. The station was a station event. And I'm literally live on Westwood One from the, you know, the top of the, with a DJ booth. And the place is going insane. And we rang it. And they're like, okay, now we're going to throw it to Chicago, Illinois with Bubba the Love Sponge from B96. So they carried you nationally. That's a big deal. That's a massive deal. Oh, no, it was really good. I'll be like, thank you, uh, Rhonda. Uh, from L.A. or from New York. Uh, yes, uh, we're here at Eric's North Nightclub, B96 Chicago, Bob of the Love Sponge. Uh, we're uh, 47 seconds away. The place is hopping. 1989, blah, 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 blah. Live from Chicago and 1090. And then fucking made out with th- three h- hot Big titted bitches because at that point you know I'm the host I'm the man. What do you mean? Like they were big um, all Four, at once? Yes, we were just fucking mouthing each other. Oh, well, God! Were and you? Then I end up. Then I end up fucking this girl in her mini a gray. I can remember like it was nothing. Jesus. In her gray minivan behind the the building at about two ten two fifteen. Well, that's impressive. She had her own car in the city. Eight, you know, uh, no, a minivan nonetheless, and she lived in Naperville. Well, what else could you? <laughs> what else, could, Bubba? No disrespect to you in '89, but what else could you fuck in back then? A minivan seems like it was had the perfect amount of space for a. I Bubba wasn't that fat back to then. maneuver. In. I was a. Bo- I was probably only about three hundred back then. I didn't start getting real fat till I got to sh- until I got to uh, Power. Pig. Hey, did you think Power that- Pig is where I picked up all my weight? Yeah, well, same when I joined this show. Hey, when when, when they were doing the um uh. Uh, when you had your chance to go national back in the day uh, on that Wait. countdown, oh okay, yeah, chance to go national. No, what, no. what I'm, I've been national um, for a long time. Eat my dick. Listen, let me. T- when you, they said, "Hey, we're gonna have your big three hundred pound making out with three big titted women," ass doing the countdown for Chicago B ninety six. Did you think about doing something to try to like set yourself apart because you were gonna be on the national stage, or you were just like, "I'm gonna just do a straight countdown," or did you feel like you had to pull some hijinks? To get recognized. Um, no, it was a straight countdown. Okay. They they absolutely You know what I'm not- talking about though, right? Where yeah. you joke where you try to like, all right, I got my shot, I'm gonna do something fucking crazy here and uh, you know, have this chick make out with me during the countdown. No, 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 that wasn't part you know, it wasn't a visual. It was uh, you know, it was very much an audible and uh no, I didn't the the producers were very, you know, very and by the way, you had to be after a union too, so you didn't want to, you know, piss off the union. So it was very, it was a straight lace. Don't, this is like don't, when radio was a real thing. Well, there's like, listen, don't try to just, you know, kind of. There wasn't a script, but it was like an outline, you know. Yeah. It, reminisce about a few things and uh, that happened in <laughs> Chicago in 1989. Uh, well, you know, at 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 15, pick up the countdown, ring it in. Have the place go wild, pump up the music, and then throw it over to fucking Jimmy in the in the in the in Denver. <laughs> you cannot be like, all right, the next one you'll hear from me for Jimmy and uh, in, in Denver. Uh, so long, everybody from B ninety six and Bob of the Love Sponge, Eric North. Then I made out with him. I didn't technically make out with him on mic on air. Right, I get yeah. that, man. You are such a legend. It's an honor to do a podcast with you. It it it, it is as well. Thank you. I, I appreciate you. Feel, that. You feel the same way about me? I. Times ten because I wasn't a podcasting guy until you are uh, you know spreaded me out for you until you became a super spreader podcast. Bubba, you're not a podcast guy. You don't even listen to this podcast. You don't listen to podcasts. I'm a podcast guy if I'm a host of a major podcast deal, ain't I? Uh, if I see a guy and he says he's a podcast guy, I'm thinking he listens to a lot of podcasts. You think that uh, Joe Rogan listens to his podcasts? Oh God, probably not. I got you on that one, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, probably not. <laughs> He's probably like, oh, my God, this guy is so out there. 
Can I be honest with you? I, Tell me. I, for the most part, for the most part, I don't listen to to my shows. Like the like when we do best of, you know, terrestrially, or I don't like listening to to my pro to my show. I understand. It just I, I don't know. I like, do. You know, I'm in character. I, I'm not necessarily proud of the things that come out of my mouth when I'm at work. You know, people don't go back and and watch their work. From the, I well, mean, not like, up there. Not you're Tom sitting, Brady and you're breaking down film. I mean, or something. I think that everybody. Sh- I think that people in this profession should do it a lot more. I think that. Could you imagine, Bubba, if like um, Tom Brady or an up and coming quarterback, uh, let's say Joe Burrow, goes, Ah, I don't really like watching myself. It makes me uncomfortable. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and just not watch my game film from last week. You got to watch that shit. The uncomfortable stuff is what's going to make you better. Yeah, but you don't have to listen long form 4-hour fucking spoken you word can, radio. But you can I think you could just air check yourself with a, a segment a day or a segment a week or something like that and then get the gist of it. I think you got to make sure you're always getting better. I think when you're a narcissistic stupid fuck like myself, you can't probably objectively listen just to it and 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 I'm going to have to have somebody like you listen to it and give me the short notes. No, 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 no. That All right. I can't. Looks like that's not happening. Well, I mean, out. if you want to hear, listen, that used to be my my old life was telling Telling a host what they were doing wrong every single day. Yeah, but I'm and a I far got- different level than those guys. I mean, you got to admit, like, look, here's the deal. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you right now that <laughs> you, you that you are. You're sh- no Jade, <laughs> motherfucker. God, she was hot. Oh, fuck. whatever. Screw her. I tried. <clears throat> Ugh. Um, but uh, anyway, listen. Uh, you arguably are probably. The funniest, quirkiest, most spontaneous, best number two guy I've ever had. Oh, that's uh, disrespectful to what, what? Jabberjaw <laughs> and uh, all the other people. So one eye Terry, but but <laughs> oh god, but like the ho- legends ho- you've had in here, host wise, and don't blow up smoke up my ass. But out of all the people you've worked with, I mean, I got to think that I, there's only one that would even be. That you would compare me to, and that is Drew, and I think that I'm a far, far better host than he is. Yes, and so I agree. You know, objectively, you could you could probably give him more insight than you could me. Oh, I had to. Well, the, it you know his the Drew's thing was just taking phone calls. So I mean, I thought that that was the downfall of the show. I always said like I don't think people are paying. I don't think people are tuning in to hear you know some jack off call from Newport Richie every single day. You know, a lot of my conversations with Drew, but he never listened. That's why I left. What's the point of being an executive producer if the host that you're working with doesn't listen to you? Well, like, what the and your and your show's mediocre. Like I would, you got to go. I would say in Tampa, Florida, the biggest crutch in radio amongst people that you know actually get to speak more than a, a 17 second speed break is going to the phones. It is such a crutch. And phones, going to the phones aren't even the same as going to the phones as you used to back in the day because not as many people are listening to radio. And going to the phones is such a fuck. Games, games, stupid games, trivia, and going to the phones is the biggest terrestrial radio cut uh, crutch that's quite frankly almost make me embarrassed to be in radio. I don't do that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you did some games. You used to do uh, Bubba Trivia when I first started. Oh, uh, here and there. That was fun in games. We don't do. There's some shows that do games every day. I know. Well, some Multiple people, games. Some One, people, two, three. Well, the research says people like to win prizes, Bubba. 
That's what those fuck prizes. What kind of prizes are they winning oh, on radio now? Oh, big time. Well, the, there's no more. There's no concerts to go to. They're virtual. You get virtual tickets, Bubba. A virtual experience. So what have you been doing? It's been a, has it been a week? When, uh, I saw you um, on Tuesday. Okay. It's only been a couple days. Does it feel like it's been a oh long time? God. And you don't even understand today. Listen to today. I got this to do. It's the New mi- Year's the, Day. What do I you know, mean? Oh, my God. I'm, I'm, we got I'm, football, right? We got I'm, Notre Dame and uh, Bama? At four. I'm quad booked. You're, what do you, I'm quad booked today. Okay, tell I me. Got, I got this. The minute I get out of here, I'm going to meet my friend uh, in St. Pete for lunch. Uh, remember, have you ever heard me talk about Coco? Mm, no. Coco and Craig the Bulldog and Brent Hatley and I were all supposed I think Brent might be in Fort Myers. Yeah. But we were supposed to do lunch today at 1130. I think Coco and Craig are still going to meet me there. So I got lunch with my boys because Coco lives in uh, Maine now and I haven't seen him in about 10 years. So, you know, I'm trying to take time because I'm not going to be around, enough, you know, that much longer. You and, mean you mean uh, death? Yeah. Oh, okay. But I mean, well, I sh- that took a dark I'm, turn. I'm 54 years old. Well, I'm good go- God, I'm man, gonna can, die before I get Social Security. You can fucking see your friends on New Year's Day without making it so morbid. Okay, great. I'm doing that. Okay. And then I got <laughs> it. I was gonna have some brunch today, Bubba. Not because you know I'm not because I'm not gonna be around forever. Just because I'm hungry and I felt like it'd be a nice idea on New Year's Day. Right. Then I got to come back to the studio because I'm meeting Tyler here because he's got a two a two p.m. Dr- a raffle deal. For, oh, for the door for his uh, door panel on his race car. Okay, and he's gonna use my little lotto machine over there. Um, so I get that's at two p.m. and then I got to meet the landlord today at three p.m. and th- so that's four things. Yeah, but what do that's you mean? That's podcast, lunch, raffle, landlord. On you know, and then I'm going to go home uh, to my apartment and watch Notre Dame get their ass fucking handed to them. Yeah, yeah. What about? I think the- it's going to be a fucking track meet. You going to watch the uh, game after that tonight? You think you're going to make it through? No, because I'm going to go to bed after the Notre Dame game because I have to be in Ocala at sunup, which is seven seventeen. What the fuck do you know the exact sign up for tomorrow? For what? That's how I... Doesn't that just show... Because I'm, I'm quirky like that. I get that you're quirky, but what's like happening that. at sun, sun, sun up? What's you happening? Can, you can see to start working. <laughs> okay. I well, got... I got... I'm I sure got, you like to stop at McDonald's on your way, so... No, no, no. I'll eat uh, I'll eat four cheese eggs and three Smoky Links. I'm kind of on a on an Atkins carb deal. I wanted to talk to you about that. Yeah, I've lost, you've been looking I lost up, four pounds. You've been looking... Yeah, I can tell. Um, Can you and I get... Four back? pounds on a 320-pound man. And it shows, Bubba. I'm telling you, I looked you. at you and I go, this man is fucking svelte. He looks like a swimmer. Do you think that you and I could get back to at least once a week working out together? Yes. Okay. And I'm going to start doing two-a-days. Okay. I got to get ready for something that I, I, that I, just, I just signed a deal. Okay. Um, that's what I'm meeting you with. You signed Mark. a deal? I ju- I, one of the reasons why I have to work, meet Mark, uh, the rugged Don Imus landlord is today. Is it a podcasting deal? No, it is a, fuck it's you. a different deal. Yeah, fucking I, I can't shithead. tell you what it is. Well, I'm not involved in it, so I don't it's, care. It's inv- well, you will be involved in it. Okay, thank you. I care a lot. Let's make it happen. And um, it's a visual situation. Oh, my God. Even better. I'm so and, beautiful. Right. And so that's why I'm dieting. Okay. And I know it might be like throwing a deck char- chair off the Titanic. Right. Well, it, whatever it is, Bub, if it's visual, the people want, probably want to see the real you, not right. a shrunken up version of you. Oh, did you not, not see that? Not the 316-pound version of Bubba. We want him at 320. Can you imagine if in, if in one, one fiscal year? <laughs> now, again, 
this probably won't happen. But if I could get to where, you know, the picture you put on Instagram where like Carrie, you know, people, girls were rubbing their sniz. Yeah. Can you imagine if I could get to that? Can you imagine? Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. Well, can you okay. imagine? If you were what? If you, if you, yeah, I, I, I yearn, that, that, that was 255. Pounds. I yearn for you to be so fucking hot, Bubba. Trust, like it at would, 255. Yeah, it, we would, we would go to the next level based on me being. I know, hot. I know, and I, and I would get shrunken down as well. So you know, you get me at 180, and you're at 255. I mean. Oh. Whole, Good God. We may start fucking. We might as well just become a porno star tag team. Right. I mean, just get the fuck out of this business. So I have to, I have a huge track project going on. We open up the, uh, our first race since June of last year will be uh, January 9th, oh which, is the, which is the hangover. Wow. This is going to be great, Bubba. And I got to get the track. Just There's just so much to do. <sighs> You're going to be year. spun out this month. Oh, no. I will be apt because then we start the February Nationals. So for two weeks in February, the first two weeks of February, February 1st through the 14th, I will be at the track every night. Can I ask you a question? I'll be coming home. I'll be leaving the track about midnight, getting home about two, getting about three hours of sleep for the entire month for most of February. Uh, this is I feel this like this has happened for 10 years. I feel like this is a good time to bring it up. So you did mention this is uh you did mention February 1st is when everything kicks off. That's my birthday. Should uh, will we be having any celebrations? Will there be any honoring of me out at the the funny car events? Will anybody be dedicating funny their car Will anybody be dedicating their wins <coughs> to me? Should I know in advance? Do I need oh. to be there? Uh you know, either in February pers- 1st we have it's it's the super it's the Lucas Oil Super Late Models, which is our largest event. Of all of the oh, internationals, and I'm going to maybe I can make it like you know the Seth make it some type of gimmick where I can you know put your shoestring your name. In well, there. because I turned forty then this year, Bubba. It's Do a big you deal. really? No, I don't. I don't. At thirty nine, it's gonna drink. <laughs> yeah, because you'd be more depressed. Oh, now, I'm not now, depressed. Now, rumor has it since, oh, <clears> since we a dick. since we last met that you've might have had some mental situations. You 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 privately told me that man I've been fucked up on the mentals and then I just like hold it I like to ask you that you know on on the podcast what's up with what's up with your mentals uh, I don't know man they're bad it's bad I'm okay it's bad I'll be okay I'm okay it's bad I'll be okay yeah I'm going through a really I think, rip- that's, I think that's a a cry for help there <laughs> going through a rough patch I called Doctor Dan. And asked him some advice. Uh, um, I'm just having trouble with the medications that they've been putting me on. And it was the road I never wanted to go down, which was be actually being on medication. It helped for a little while. But now I feel like it's doing more harm than good. And they keep trying to you know, they keep tinkering, giving me new stuff, taking me off stuff. And I just feel like I'm a science experiment. And, um, you know, it's just there's there's a lot of shit going on in my head. So it's been a, it's been a wild ride. Work really, really, really helps, man. Like it worked. Just even coming in for a few hours a day just completely changes your mindset. I'm not, you know, I'm not saying I've just been sitting home not doing anything, but uh, but you've been sitting home not doing anything, going fucking insane. No, no, I've been, I've, you know, just doing stuff with my daughter and you know, having all kinds, you know, doing different shit and enjoying the time off, but also like I, I, I enjoy working, so it's something that um, it's. I don't know. It's just hard to explain, but I've been mentally fucked up a lot, and the uh, the the doctors and the medications and stuff are just I'm over it. So I got to tell you, I am looking forward to Monday and getting back into my daily regiment. As much as I bitch about my daily regiment, I kind of yearn for the structure 
and uh, you know, and the yeah, the routine. Uh, yeah, the routine. I really do. I, I, bit, I bitch about it, but when I, I I'm I, I get off of it, I kind of like oh fuck. You know why we and we know because we you know go on vacation for a week or two weeks at a time, something like that. And here's the thing: when I think about whenever they whenever people sit back and they start telling guys, you know, quarterbacks, Drew Brees, Tom Brady, that these guys need to retire, I'm like, you're gonna force these guys to wake up and to get out of the thing that they've been that they love to do every single day just because what you think that they're too old they don't feel too old like if Tom Brady wants to keep playing or Drew Brees or these old guys want to fucking play forever let them play forever I can see why they don't want to fucking retire and go just wake up and go what am I going to do with my day yeah I can see him and you know when you see these players they often say I don't necessarily miss you know the practices I miss the camaraderie in the locker room the boys oh the, the, yeah you know the the hey man what's up Jim uh, you know, just the, that that kind of stuff yeah that's what I miss you miss the camaraderie I miss the camaraderie around here I don't even know if we have time to break down the Lummy Ashley wedding. Well, that's fine. I didn't, you I know, mean, we, wow. I'm sure we'll talk about there's it. A lot, there's a deep dive there. I did not know they got married. I was, you know, I thought it was a secret um, just for me. Um, but some listeners told me. Some Bubba it was Army. kind of a secret for me, too. And now. What? Yeah, I, I, did, I knew day of, but very much later. I, and I, I, I asked Lummy, do you have this on tape? Like, did you did you tape this thing? He's like, uh, uh, yeah, man. Uh. So what I'm thinking is he he had to go back and recreate it because he knew that I was going to be <laughs> absolutely beside myself if he didn't have it on tape. So we're supposed to have something on Monday. Who was there? That we can watch. Who watched them get married? I, I don't know. They the parents? No. Even the parents weren't there. No. This was like her friend who was a notary. Did the ceremonies, and I think Hootie Who might have taped it. There's, there's a was lot Big Red there? I, I don't think so. Weren't you supposed to marry them? I don't know, buddy. Like, it's just, I don't know are, what's going on. Are you mad? A lot of people said they, they hope you're not mad and you're going to fire Lummy for not doing it on the show. Listen, nobody's getting fired. Like no. when J.D. fucked up on that Stern show. Oh JD! Oh, did JD get fired? For no, no, no. He, I think he proposed, um, not on the air. Or somebody did. I don't know. And Howard was or, mad on about Twitter. It. He posted it on Twitter. I think. I don't know. Somebody I don't else know. Straight. I don't know that Lummy posted it before he told it. I don't know. It could have. When We're going to he... probably have to deep dive it on Monday. Man, you haven't. <laughs> I tried to deep dive it. Have you talked to Ashley? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I. Hey, what's the deal? I texted Dr. Dan on this. So they get married, right? Which is awesome. We love Lummy. Uh, we weren't invited. Do we give a present? No. No, okay. I don't think you get an oppression up a present upon eloping. There I don't you think go. I don't think eloping warrants a present. Say no more. Dr. Dan said, uh, you know, Dr. Dan said Dan yeah. just throws money well, out. Well, we'll though. see what Dan does. He said that's a good question, but you could you still could. Uh now I'm gonna go ahead and side with you, Bubba. You elope. That's this is on you. Yeah, I mean, part of the present is to show appreciation because when uh, when a, when somebody gets married and they have a, a ceremony, it costs them quite a bit of money. Yeah, you know, the plate. Uh, you know, they, they, they you get charged a hundred a hundred a head with an open yeah, bar. I mean, exactly. th- and then for celebrities like you, I mean, who the fuck knows? Right, my, I was a peasant. My catering bill was fifty three thousand. Holy that, shit! That, that Frank that Frank Chevis picked up comped. Who's Frank Chevis? Can I get him to do my next wedding? <laughs> 
I mean, um, my, my next event. <laughs> your, your birthday, February 1? Yeah, February 5th, yeah, my next event. <laughs> the big 3-9, old seven. So, you know, part of part of the present is kind of an appreciation for the invite and the money they spent and having you at their beautiful day. And it's kind of a win-win. When you elope, you don't get fucking presents upon eloping. No way. Okay. All right. Good. Uh, no way. Say no more. Um, t- uh, as as today's podcast will be released today, Friday, uh, two days from now, Packers Bears. I think that Fox flexed it to a four o'clock. Oh, big time! It was yeah. originally supposed to be a one o'clock. It flexed to a four. Yes. The only news that's coming in that game is the fact that the Packers All Pro uh, uh, left. You know, Aaron Rodgers strong side. Was he his blind side? His blind side, you know, and, you know, arguably on a right-handed quarterback, his left tackle is the most important lineman because that's where they put the big 52 guy to come take your fucking head off. You know, they don't say that a lot anymore about, like, protecting a blind side. Is that because quarterbacks are kind of mobile and all over the place? Because you got Russell Wilson, you got fucking Mahomes. Even even Aaron Rodgers is pretty shifty. I mean, yeah. So usually. Conventionally, Fran Tarkington, Terry Bradshaw, you know, the, the fucking, Peyton Manning, yeah, you got to protect his blind side. Yeah, they, they go back seven, they stay in a, a one or two yard area, right? <laughs> yeah. And they fucking wing it. Now these guys, like, nobody's worried about protecting Kyler Murray's blind side. No. So, I mean, right. So, but, and did you know he's the highest paid offensive lineman in the league? Well, he, he got a big a deal. Yeah. I mean, that's, if you could talk about anything that's going to hurt the Packers, I mean, that. Outside of Aaron Rodgers, probably Jair Alexander. I think they could even maybe get by without Devontae Adams, the newest member of the Madden 99 club. I watched the video of that uh, yesterday. It's a big deal when the Madden ranks you 99, Bubba. They give you uh they gave Devontae Adams a gold 99 chain. And he, he and, is he is a very fucking special player, is he not? Well, he said he gave he Aaron Rodgers gave him the present. Aaron, he said it was all because of Aaron Rodgers. So I gotta tell you, man. The way the I think what is the line four and a half five and a half I haven't checked it, the line doesn't mean anything to me because I'm not putting any money on it and no. you know Bears Packers once they just hit the field fuck a line it doesn't mean nothing well if Aaron Rodgers is there you know to me I always give him seven if Rodgers is playing so so anyway the the only now that you don't have you know was it Batiera Baki what is it David Bakiari or something, something like or is that. that a dessert yeah Bakaliari yeah now that you don't have your bananas Foster Bakiera. Um, you got a dink and there's not going to be a lot of drop back deals. You know, I think you're going to be a dink and dunker and that's when the Packers are most effective. If you watched them against the Titans, they dinked and dunked for the most part. But man, I did tell you this. I was impressed that they shut down Travis Henry. Were you not? Uh, Derek, I mean, Derek Henry. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, that was a, gr- a great game plan. So, and the, the bears running back, David Montgomery has been running wild. So it's a big game. And for anybody that's like, God, why are you idiots talking about the bears Packers game? I mean, it's a it's, lot. They're a lot. One there's, uh, bears win, they go to the playoffs, right? Packers which, win. Everything goes through Lambo, right? It's just, there's a lot riding it for everybody. And the, the Packers still would have a chance to get the number one seed. But I mean, bu- Bubba, if the, Bears win and the Packers lose, and let's say the Packers get the two seed. I think the Bears would have to play the Packers. Lambo. Yeah, Lambo. The first week of the right, playoffs. Right. So they could be playing like back to back. There's a lot of wild. That's a fucking nightmare. That's a nut tugger if there's ever And been I think Bakhtiera is out for the season. Yeah. Torn oh, yeah. ACL yeah, with yeah. a fucking Madiscus t- kicker. Yeah, we'll get his name right at some point. But, you know, who knows? It's just, there's a lot going on. I, I never thought the Bears would be in the playoff mix. Lummy's been fucking with me all year about Trubisky. He's been playing well since he got benched. So we'll see what happens. I obviously, Is he very mobile? Yes. He's okay. He's very mobile. Yeah, yeah. He's mobile. I mean, that's not like they, they'll design a couple of running plays a game, but yeah, that's the one thing when Nick Foles got in there that people wanted Trubisky. Look, we've said enough about Trubisky on this podcast. I just, you know, do you want to watch the game together? No, I'll be probably in, uh, or I'll probably be in Ocala. Okay. All right.
I, I just saw I had a dream of us watching the first half and then me leaving, leave, going home. Really? And watching the, the second half by myself, yeah. Uh, I was, but that dream won't happen, so. I was I was trying to look at the weather conditions for Chicago. I think it's low. I think it's like game temperature 32. So oh. it's like not that. And that's like, you know, spring break in Chicago. Yeah, it doesn't matter. In, it, in, in early January. It's not, like the, it's not like the Packers aren't used to playing in that those kind of conditions. So. Right. I think that's one of the, I think I, I don't think Derrick Henry could get unthawed, to be honest with well, you. Well, I mean, he still had like 90 yards rushing. They just didn't have the 220 yards that he normally yeah, has. Yeah, but that- you shut him down, and then they're they're very limited, right? I mean, he doesn't get a buck 50. You got to have him running in order to open up their bullshit little fucking pass game. Well, that's 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 how it works. Yeah, but they've Tannehill's been playing well, so... I will uh, tell you this, God, though. we talked about Tannehill in the last fucking podcast. But hold on now. I will tell you this. I don't, I don't usually get to see Sunday night football with Chris Collins and, what is it, Al Michaels? Yeah, they're great. I don't get a chance to see them very often because usually it's, I have to work on Monday morning and I don't get a chance, but Chris Collinsworth sucks. Oh! Everybody's the best. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, be, I mean, like, he doesn't... I don't like him at all. He's the king well, so is Aik- he's a king of ass kissing. It's, it's uh, same with uh, Aikman, by the way. If you notice Aikman now, when you listen, Aik- Aikman's like that's that might be the greatest uh, eight yard run I've ever seen. Like everything that Aikman says is the greatest player. The uh, Tyreek Kill, this might be the great the greatest run that I've ever. Like everything is the greatest. So. How many times did he mention that Aaron Rodgers can squat four hundred fucking pounds? I'd be like, shut the fuck up. You I- can say it. Like okay, so you got some little information from Aaron Rodgers that he. One of the reasons why he thinks he's doing better this year is because he started to do squats with a straight bar to kind of increase. Well, that's good insight. That's what I like to hear. But but literally, I watched the game, and he said it four times. Well, that's good. You know, the audience is always coming in and out, Bubba. It's a primetime show. Not everybody's a nut-swinging Packers fan like you. Some people need the the, the squatting info. Okay, so then then this one wide receiver, I guess the best one that the Titans have. A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown. He does this little fucking slant that literally baby Sethy could do. Like, you'd go to yards up and then you slant in it's very it, if, if you and your quarterback are on the same page it's virtually indefensible. and he said that he nobody's better at He's running said, that yeah, slant he goes i'm gonna tell you about aj brown that's probably the best slant runner in the league He's right the best now. he is he is he's a beast <laughs> you would know Bubba, if you aj watch- brown dante adams just got the 99 gold chain well fucking aj brown's the best slant runner in the league Bubba. fuck off on your slant buddy aj brown is a beast okay you will you will know his name in you know a year or two if Hold you don't on. You can't say that A.J. Brown's the best in the fucking league when you're running against the 17 brother on the other side. The Dante. When you're no, playing no, no, Dante we're not saying Evans. he's the... I'm not saying... I, I'm not even... Chris Collinsworth was a wide receiver. If he wants to sit here and talk about this guy's the best route runner ever, he was jerking off Devontae Adams' release that he doesn't use his hands. He's like, look at this guy. He uses his feet in his release. There's no hands. So he was jerking off 17 too. All right. Remember? Yeah. He's like, oh, his release. Look at his feet. Look at his feet. I was kind of amazing. (laughs) Yeah, it is. There's a lot of different techniques to being a wide receiver. We're all learning it, okay? But AJ Brown. Who's the big? Who's the big Bears wide receiver? The kid from Jacksonville, Allen Robinson. Yeah, was that, he a Jayville guy? He played for the Jaguars. Yeah. Now it's it's locked in. The Jaguars got the first pick, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, is the kid from Clemson a lock? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, an absolute fucking lock. Yes. Yes. Like like this, like they, Jacksonville should start negotiating with his agent right now. It's done. Right. Absolutely. Unless he gets hit by a bus before fucking April. Well, unless he decides he doesn't want to come out because he doesn't want to play for Jacksonville. But Jacksonville has uh, the draft capital because uh, they traded Jalen Ramsey and they've been trading guys over the past couple of years. They have a lot of draft picks to build around him, so I think it's a good place to go. Jacksonville. Well, I think plus he's isn't he uh, from that area? 
Isn't he like a like, um, like a South Carolina, Georgia? Where, where's he from? I don't know. Trevor Lawrence is that his name? Yeah, yeah. Hey, He's, did you see where the Redskins cut Haskins? Yeah, you can say that. We talked oh, about I'm that sorry. on the We talked My about bad. that on the Not the Reds. The uh, Chicago, the uh, Washington football. Yeah, we team. talked I'm about sorry. that. It's an line. honest mistake. We talked about that on the last one. Okay, bud. Yeah. Well, I just have My to. Bad. Be, I'm, you know what? I've done forty six shows since. I then. like to reset the. Well, I haven't. I'm very fresh on what we've talked about. So, hey. I don't think Haskins gets back in the league. Oh, yeah. They said the Panthers want to get him or the Vikings. Really? They said he gets another chance for sure. Yeah. Does uh, Rodgers win MVP? I was looking yes. something on ESPN. He's, per- he's a virtual lock. Yes. I mean, he's not going to shit the bed versus Chicago. He's he, not going to throw four picks. It doesn't matter if he does. Like, they want, they, he should be the MVP by so, far. Like, boy, that's, that's kind of, uh, that's kind of crazy. <sighs> I mean, last April when they, divide, when they, uh, when they in, at, moved up, moved up to pick Jordan Love. Uh, from Utah State, some guy that I'm not necessarily sold on. You know, play, well, he hasn't even done anything. He hasn't even when played. you play for fucking. Listen, if you got a guy that plays for Clemson or Alabama, he's pretty much road tested. He's you know he's played some some good. Who the fuck does Utah State play? Who did Wyoming play? Who went to Wyoming? Josh Allen, fucking in, in the MVP conversation as well. Look at that guy. Yeah, Got I mean, look at, look at Brett Favre. You played for fucking what? Ole Miss? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's... But know, Ole Miss is in the SEC, so... I mean, you're right. I mean, a lot of the big... But look, Dwayne Haskins went to Ohio State, and he's a complete boss. So right. there, it's, it could go either way. Jamarcus Russell went uh, to where? LSU, LSU. Think, yeah. that's You know, that's that's Power 5 football, right? Mm-hmm. Utah State ain't Power 5 football, is it? Mm, Barely. No, fuck no. no I, I mean, I don't know. I think no. they're in the soft four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know what they're in. Who fucking knows? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, don't you find that a little bit interesting? You move up to pick this, you know, the future of the franchise, so yeah, they speak, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and now and then the guy, That's the true. guy that you're pretty much, you know, fucking laying out the pasture, you know, is now the league's MVP. Yeah, it's going to be quite the predicament uh, in the next couple I mean, of years. I, I think that the Packers have to hold on to Aaron Rodgers, maybe Seth through the end of his deal. Uh, maybe forever. Maybe forever. Maybe they just have to let Jordan Love walk after never playing. They go, look at this fucking guy, Aaron Rodgers. He's 40. This fucking guy. He's like Drew Brees. He's, he's 45. He's timeless. Yeah. Well, Drew Brees isn't timeless. Drew Brees has break. Drew Brees has broken the fuck yeah. down this year. Is he play? Is is he? Is this? I it? think this is it. Yeah. It can't. I mean, like he's a paper tiger now. Well, no. I, I just think this is it. I just think that they're that that Sean Payton can can run an offense and can run a team. You know, without Drew Brees, I, whether it's Jameis Winston, Taysom Hill, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, I think that there can be an off. Sean Payton is a genius. I don't think he needs Drew Brees. You know, like the way that Belichick needed Brady. I, Sean Payton is an offensive guy, so I think he's had plans for you know uh, past Drew Brees for a while. Man, this has been a good podcast. We've really, I mean, this has been a really good podcast. It's been all yeah, all over the place. I mean, you know, from our New Year's Eve celebrations to your mentals to me ringing in. To fucking a girl from uh, uh, fucking a housewife from Naperville uh, in the Westwood One ring in the oh, New yeah. Year 1989-90 circa uh, to some sports to fuck yeah to um yeah Lummy's getting Lummy, Lummy got, got married Lummy got married we need to do a deep dive on that but I don't think we quite no. frankly have the time no no we don't we don't have the time nor do we have the uh, you know we don't have the, the or the energy we don't this, have the people this, yeah I got to get some brunch at this point. I got uh, I got to go home, take a shower, and then I'm headed over to St. Pete uh, to do a little lunch with my boy Coco. Oh, I'm gonna that's be in great. Your, I'm going to be in your neck of the woods. Thank you. You're a St. Pete legend. 
Did you see I was live on face I'm um, on YouTube uh, about last week when I was headed to the track and I had my St. Pete legend hat on the entire time? No. Oh no, I had it I had it framed up. No, I didn't. Thank you. By the way, go to our uh YouTube channel. It's at the Bubble Army and look up some new stuff that Red has put up, some old retro stuff, one of which I'm pretty embarrassed of. And that's when I did Bubba Cribs circa nineteen ninety four. Oh, I didn't see that yet. You did not. You didn't see it. Is it your mansion? No. It's, uh, I'll tell you what it is. It's absolutely fucking embarrassing. Well, of course. That's why I want to see it. Oh, Seth, it is so fucking embarrassing. Did you have an, what was it, an apartment? Look at this. Oh, I don't have my glass. Oh, just you? Yeah. <laughs> just, you're embarrassing. <laughs> Let me tell you something very quickly here. If you're under 18, if you're under 18, please do not view this material. I'm only going to tell you now. I'm not going to be responsible. I'm. Yeah. What is that? You driving a convertible? Stereo and stuff. Because you know I gotta have some gangster ass quad cars. Let me show you. What are those? Sport 12s. Oh, my God. oh look! There you go. Wow, some that's pro- good shit. Product placement, listen. Love sponge limousine cars. 531 Bubba, say it. <laughs> you have sponge limousines? I don't, never mind. I, we'll talk about that another day. Why are you so rude to girls? Not being rude to girls. Air Bubba Beeper. The old PowerPig Studios, when you had to record your phone calls on reel-to-reel, cart machine, CD deals. You are, you call them. I, and they had, I had two, two little piss boys in there, so when I got done playing music, I threw the, I didn't even have to go put my music away. Watch, this is how I did it. Bitches and everything. I do not, ma'am. It is really rude. Threw it over them. That's how it, you treated your piss boys? Dude, and right here, up look. on so rude to girls. I'm not being rude to girls. You are, you call them bitches and everything. I do not, ma'am. It is really. Yeah. Was that a setup call or did you? Uh, no, it, it, that was real. That that was. Yeah, I mean, I mean, come on, but let's be honest with you. You know, come on. Along with the ride. So after I get off the air here in about twenty-five or thirty minutes, we're gonna go to my house in my bedroom and screw around with these chicks. <laughs> what the? F- where did where did Brett get this shit? Where is this? I don't know. He found a DVD from like the Kabuki Project or something. That we released, you know, like some back in the day shit, and yeah, this what, is like on- at his house or just around here. <laughs> no, around here. Oh, okay, I told him, hey, listen, go look into here. There's a lot of old <laughs> hidden <laughs> shit in got here. Red looking for fucking DVDs around here. Uh, do you have any? Do you have my Ultra 150 uh, 10 passenger stretch available? What? Yeah, that's like the only one we don't have out. Okay, so I'm calling the guy who books the limousines. Oh yeah, so now we're going into my uh, to my apartment, and here's my bodyguard. Yeah, what's up, boss? Big Emery in the house, but boy, six foot nine, four hundred and five pounds. Air Bubba beeper, uh, Air Bubba t-shirt. Are you sweating? Um, I think I should bring those Air Bubba shirts back, don't you think? I think Being they're back. He keeps me out of trouble. Bad news, I went and picked up the five. Two of them were shit, dude. I had to come check. Bubba, what the fuck were you had you had going on back in the day, man? What do you have going on I now? Was, listen, <laughs> I was way ahead of. Let me brag and show you what I got. Fucking deal. Now that's all they do. Yeah, no. I was way ahead of it. This is circa '94. God, just imagine if one of those businesses fucking hit. We wouldn't even have to be here. <sighs> Wait, I mean, I wasn't looking at it that way, but you're right. Yeah, just well, you know, I'm. I mean, I'm sorry. But we got other things going. We got this podcast. 114,000 downloads in December. Thank you, everybody. I mean, that's 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 pretty good, isn't it, buddy? Well, uh, yeah. I mean, for up from. I mean, we're up a hundred thousand. We're up a hundred thousand, but we have not made as much money as we did with the Bubba Bieber project. <laughs> I think. I think. I think that. Thanks, Seth. So long, everybody. All right. <laughs>
Sexy boy. 